0: We don't have time to think. We think on the go. That is the most important part of our life. We don't plan thinking. And then ideas are like everybody has an idea. But if you don't know the why of your idea, why it needs to be done, think hard. But you cannot not go anywhere if you don't know the how to implement it and when to implement it minute.
1: Huh? Welcome to another episode of Stroke of Success Podcast. It's your host Kuran Bukhari, aka KB. Guys, today's guest is somewhat special. And I will share his backstory before jumping into the interview. So bear with me. This individual came to America year 1997. No family, no friends, no connections. $1,000 in his pocket. Here, where it gets interesting, he came to America as a medical doctor, a doctor, physician. For those that may know, may not know, just because you're a doctor, a lawyer, an architect from a foreign country doesn't mean that you'll get that job here in America. You have to pass many exams, board exams, state exams before you get, I get hired. So as he prepared to take these exams, he had to do blue collar jobs as food delivery, construction, you name it, he can claim it. But what got to me when I heard his story, what made me want to share this with my audience is that he had grit. He had a vision. Today, he is a founder and CEO of Pioneer Medical Group, over 200 physicians working for him, a C-suite of employees, staff—you name it—they have it. With that being said, please welcome our guest, Dr. Ali. Dr. Ali, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and speaking with us here today and sharing your story. Welcome to my podcast. Thank for joining you. us today. Um, Thanks. yeah, Dr. Ali, my wife came home. She, you know, she always knew that I was into entrepreneurship. She goes, "Oh my God, Korum, you need to meet Dr. Ali. His story is just..." something out there so you know thank the higher power we're here today dr Lee. let's just talk are so from pakistan what part of pakistan are you from
0: uh so i am from uh, karachi pakistan um and um you know it's one of the largest cities uh in uh, in pakistan and i've lived uh, you know the half of my life over over there before i came
1: down here okay from karachi
0: karachi yeah
1: wow okay very good um, Dr. Ali, when you come to America, how old were you when you came to America?
0: Um, I was 27 years old.
1: 27. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Single? And American.
0: now I'm 52. So it's been a, you know, it's been a long time for sure.
1: W- were you single?
0: I was. I was. When I, when I came here, I was single.
1: Dr. Ali, how, how was America for you? Stepping off the plane from Pakistan, Karachi, um, how, what was your perception? How was the political climate? What was it like, man, this is it? This is a line of dreams? Or man, what am I doing? Let me go back home.
0: You know, it, it was different, Kuram. Uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I visited America in 92, and I, was, I came here to attend my brother's graduation and um you know when i when i came over here um everything is different it's one thing watching things uh, you know in the movies and the documentaries but the living the life um uh, and i'm not saying culturally different you know in a good way or a bad way i mean some of those things are really great and uh, you know some things were just not were, were different So of the phrases were different i remember the first time that somebody said it uh, said to me that uh, i'll see you later and i'm like wondering okay when will i see him later should i ask him you know um, um and then uh, when you come around here a lot of people you know ask you some of those questions that you find uh, silly too like i remember somebody asked me that you guys have cars back home and um Uh, And I know that in a very small population, um, but at the same time, I found the culture to be very open-minded, you know, not restricted, um, more inclusive than what I felt back home. And I know that, uh, you know, that's not something that most of us say. Uh, I I think that uh, the, uh, you know, the concept of American dream I mean, I start seeing it and I, and I need to prepare myself uh, to do what I, what I got to do. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of people were kind to me. Most of the people, you know, are kind to me then and now. And, uh, and I know that uh, uh, I, I could not have been able to do what I did. Uh, it would have been much difficult to do some of those things uh, back home.
1: Wow. That's interesting um so, uh, you have cars back home i love that that's uh that's one of the stay or oh, stay with me after this interview dr Ellie. so you're here so which st- which you, Uh what what city do you walk into you uh, i uh,
0: i i came to chicago uh, with uh, 1700 in my pocket okay uh, without without medical license i was a, a physician back home and. uh uh, but uh, you know, when I came back, came here to Chicago, I couldn't practice medicine because I didn't have my medical license. And um, I was doing um, uh, I was doing research uh, at Rush at, um, uh, with Dr. Raza at that time. Uh, but at the same time, in order to survive, I was doing all kind of different jobs. Uh, for the first couple of years, I, I remember that uh, in the morning I would dress fancy, go in, and you know. Do this uh, fancy leukemia research and um, myelopro- dysplastic syndromes and everything else which comes with it. But in the e- evening, I was doing carpet cleaning for the most part, uh, pizza delivery. Uh, just like you know, I, all all of us have those stories. There's nothing different about it. But I think that um, the biggest thing that I learned at that time is uh, the humility uh, that uh, life humbles you down. And, uh, and it has humbled me down many times. And, uh, and then you start to realize that um, uh, that even if you ever become something, and uh, I mean, that is a relative also that what is that something that you need to realize that where you were and how you treated the people around you. And I think that that is one of my biggest lessons uh, that I learned during that time. I mean, one thing that, that now I say quite often that, um, you know, without humility, when people, you know, become something, um, it's like uh, when you talk to them about heaven, they have to look down rather than look up. And I think that, uh, you know, that that's something that I learned quite early in life. Um, it's a long answer to your question, I guess. No,
1: no, that's fine, doctor. Doctor, 27, uh, 1700 in your pocket, Chicago, no medical license here, but you are uh, a physician in Pakistan um doing uh random jobs as most immigrants do look i'm born and raised in this country i, I did those jobs in, in college so you know but uh and some of us uh have not right um uh, it all depends on your luck or your 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 your, your journey um dr ellie were you religious ever
0: i was early in my life interesting i i was that. um you know i i was uh very uh, early, very very spiritual, very religious. Early in my life, um, and uh, I'm not as much now, for uh, good or bad. Uh, but uh, it is uh, it is not just based on um, any influence of any. It is it is just um, after um, you know uh, with my life experiences with some of the things. I feel that uh, there is a higher power, um, uh, but at the same time, I feel this higher power is uh, is much more kinder than we give attributes to. I agree. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the concept of burning, uh, I struggle with that a little bit, that uh, I, I think that uh, God, God is much more, um, you know, it has more love, than then, um, and then uh, the punishing part, and I and I and I take peace in that. I think that uh, 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 that I think that that is one of the main purposes of life is to uh, be kind and and uh, and bring love to other people's life. And I think uh, I'm, I'm not that religious. I'll be honest with you.
1: Yes, yeah, you know, Doctor Elias, uh, you know, it's interesting you say that. That's my latest standing with religion, myself, faith. Uh, I believe in a higher power, something more bigger than us. But I just don't always agree with the Islamic perspective of uh, negative versus positive. And I agree with you. There are a lot of good people out there that may not be, you know, Muslims. They may be Christians or Jewish or. uh, They they are. are Good people, beautiful people. They help people.
0: Right. I mean, you um, know, some of my bigger, he- my biggest heroes in life, you know, whether it's Mother Mother Teresa, yes. you know, Nelson Mandela, uh, you know, you 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 look at Gandhi, you look at, uh, I mean, they're, they're heroes uh, in right in front of us. And, uh, they may have different beliefs, but I think uh, all of them have uh, a singular um, characteristic that uh, they want to do good for others and um you know it does it's it's just it's not a singular belief in any one religion which can guide you uh
1: to success i agree with you dr ali thank you for that so at 27 now when do we get started with medicine how old were we? So
0: 1997 I, I i came here and uh, i was uh, doing all kind of different things um i uh, uh, I finished my, my, my USMLEs. Um, I was not all, I was not very smart, but I was very hardworking always. You know, I, I was not always very studiously smart, uh, but I was extremely hardworking all my life. And, um, and one of the main things that I've done is that how I can improve, how I can learn from my failures personally, you know, uh, professionally, financially, uh, that, that, uh, the how I can be better. I got a chance to uh, uh, to get into Harvard and Boston later on in 1999. I did my uh, International Radiology Fellowship over there. And uh, this was followed by um, UMass where I did my internal medicine. And uh, I was done by, by 2003. I, I, I continued to work on myself. I continued to work with some of the ideas and um, and in 2003 i came down here to florida and um, and one of the things that i always wrestle with that uh, uh, you know uh, I, I have my own dreams like everybody right you have your dreams i have my dreams and uh, should i work for my dreams or should i work for somebody else's dreams or um, maybe there is a way that I can we can create something that everybody is working towards a mutual dream so it's a win-win for everybody and uh, it takes time to develop something like that um, and, uh, and nothing is perfect uh, but at the same time as long as you have the desire uh, to do something different uh, and i know that uh, um, you know we we all believe uh, that uh, or people like to believe in dogma on, uh, on, uh, uh, that uh, we all have to follow the dogma but at the same time I think it's important to think differently. And um, I I think that that is something that I pride myself that you know, think differently as a value added, uh, not like a circus clown. Um, And, uh, but I think that that is something that is important to me. Uh, And that's how the rest of the story goes.
1: Dr. Ali, 2003, you're in Florida, uh, Tampa, I'm presuming. Yeah, I was in Tampa. Yep. Okay. Yep. Were you married by this time? First marriage?
0: I I was. I um, um, you know I I, I married uh, my ex-spouse um, mm-hmm. uh, now, uh, you know, a wonderful woman, um, a great mother, and um, uh, uh, but we started to drift away, um, you know, later on. Uh, but to answer uh, your question, yes, I, I was my at that time.
1: Dr. Ali, you know, she has been... was Pioneer Open 2003? No, what year is Pioneer Open?
0: Uh, Pioneer, the cons uh, in 2006, um, you know, I I created a small, um, you know, uh, organization. We called it Pioneer Medical Services. The short form of that PMS was not the right thinking. There's no branding involved. Uh, I guess. Yeah. So I, I remember that calling the ER, and they will say you must be in a bad mood because. <laughs> and uh, so uh, the 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 big organization Pioneer Medical Group uh, was in 2013. We are um, uh, one of the fastest growing organization in our market um, with uh, with uh, what we do. Uh, Pioneer Medical Group was 2013. Later on with the Pioneer Medical Foundation in 2015, then Pioneer Neuro uh, Health um, in uh, fifteen, and then uh, followed by Pioneer Critical Care uh, later on and a few other things.
1: So I'm going to go back to the first marriage quickly and we'll, we'll jump off of it. Um, you have children?
0: I do. I okay. do. Um, uh, I have three from my previous marriage.
1: Dr. Ali, did the marriage... Start to go um south when you start to get more busier and more successful? Because a lot of entrepreneurs I can't say
0: successful. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I think I let me let me I, I know there is no real way to summarize this, uh, and I know it's, it's a very personal question. Um uh, 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 I I think at a time when um, Uh, you know, we were were parting ways, you know, uh, the initial thought is that, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not just, it's not me, you know, I mean, it's not me. I mean, I've not done, you know, I just don't have, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't have what I require in this marriage. And then later on, you start to realize that, um, you know, you could be a better man, you know, you could have been a better man. You could have done more. You know, you could have, um, you know, you could, you could have done more effort. And I think that I, I when I look back now, I mean, I think that uh, you know, I, I learned from my failures uh, during that, um, you know, that in that time. Um, and, and I think that uh, that has taught me a lot. You know, I think that it has made me a better person, a better husband now, uh, you know, a, a better man. And, and I think that all, you know, the, what we do, what you do, you know, it's all the continuum, your work and home and everything is a continuum. And I think that if you're not doing well in one part of your life, you don't do well in the other part of your life. Bingo. And I think that that has um, the lessons that I learned just for myself. I think that that has improved, um, that has improved me as a person, um, and I think that uh, uh, that has taught me how to take responsibility, um, you know, for your own self, um, rather than uh, just uh, uh, you know just trying to say that it is not all my fault. Not that I'm saying that my marriage was perfect in any way or form. Um, uh, but I think that I, I, I learn a lot from that, uh, nice. just for my own, 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 personality.
1: Yeah. Dr. Ali, uh, thank you for sharing with me. Yeah. I know it's a very personal question. The reason I asked the Dr. Ali, um, I just got back from a convention in South Florida, 300,000 entrepreneurs sitting down together, Patrick, but David does a thing every year. And the topic came up how um, marriage, lack of marriage or a marriage or type of marriage can, to contribute to the mindset of an entrepreneur um I, I, I'll flip the coin for you. there's a lot of uh millionaires last billionaires out there they're not married and 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 they they share their struggle like how important it would be to have a, a partner um but thank you for sharing that Dr Ali, you know this the struggle
0: it takes um you know works eats you away especially if you are driven and 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 maybe not um, of course not for everybody a lot of very happy, successful uh, people out there. Uh, but in my case, I think that, um, you know, works eats your way. I mean, if you are, you know, you're getting up at four in the morning, literally, for years and coming home at nine, 10, 11, 12, and then going again. And, um, you know, you are seeing patients, you are, um, you know, you are making sure that you're developing something. Um, your day and night can you know um, this all gets mangled up and uh, you don't have time for yourself um, you don't have time for anybody else and uh, you don't have time to express um, what is missing you know you you just in a hurry you don't have time and I think that that's that's something that uh, you know I um, there's something I learned that uh, I need to, I need to express, I need to connect with my own emotions. I need to, I need to say what I need also. And I need to, I need to listen. Uh, what the other person has to say, you know, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a lot, uh, that you have to do better.
1: Dr. Ali, do you think that comes to our culture? Look, I know my father, my parents are divorced. Um, my dad, dad was very strict. Uh, don't be emotional. Don't talk about your feelings. Man up. Man up. Even to yeah. this day, my dad's 65 yeah. years old, I'm yeah. very emotional. My wife would tell you I yeah. like to express yeah. myself. Yeah. Pa- Pakistani men are not told to do. It that, is. Right? It is.
0: I mean, we are not. We are. We are not. I mean, if I say to you that I'm hurting, the the ex, the the other person's reaction could be that you're weak. You're weak. You know your vulnerability, and this is what I learned a lot in the past ten years. I would say that uh, you know sometimes people think vulnerability, even in leadership, is weakness. It is not. It is It is being strong. It is brave to be honest with you and others. It is brave to talk about your experience. As a as a, as a child, you know, I um, I was molested. I I could never talk to, about to anybody. To this day, you know, um, you know, it is uncomfortable to talk about those things, yeah. and, um, uh, and and but but um, the, even the little things that if you share, you feel that uh, in our culture, unfortunately, maybe maybe not for I would not say this about the culture, maybe, but you know, you know, it is it is maybe the way we were raised that uh, that uh, you have to be strong and strong meaning. That uh, you just need to put all your, you know, all your pain, all your emotions and everything under the rug. And you just stand tall and walk, regardless of how much, you know, pain you are in. And, uh, and I think that, I mean, that's, that's uh, I think that, the, uh, I think I know this now, that um, being vulnerable uh, is more courageous than other than. Um, you know, I'm just saying that I'm strong all the time, because if you are strong, what you are saying is that you are rigid, I and mean, when you are rigid, you break easily. And I mean, that's something that
1: I've learned now more than ever. That's an amazing story, Dr. You're 100% right. And I, you know, I have a lot of friends from, from Pakistan that have parents who here in America, send the kid back to Pakistan to learn Islam, and the kids were molested. And years go by; they grow up, they manifest to drug addiction, they manifest into so many negative things because they're holding on to this this trauma. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Dr. Ellie. It's very, very, um, very vulnerable, Dr. Ellie. T- uh, Twenty thirteen Pioneer started; uh, this first marriage is drifting away. You talked about something waking up four o'clock in the morning. Was that like so? When when Pioneer was starting, you were still seeing patients. In starting this company over here
0: uh, for the first seven years i would say wow. you know i was um, you know we are now a good uh, you know uh, million million dollar companies throughout um but i was working full-time clinically and uh, and uh, managing everything uh, on my own for the first six seven years that uh, i mean and don't take me wrong i have some really kind, smart people around me, some of my partners, uh, they are better people than I am, and uh, you know they're supportive, uh, but they also trust me. They know that, uh, and I've never had a partner who um, you know, ever had to leave, or um, uh, I think that that's the level of trust that we have developed, that we are honest with each other, Uh, But at the same time, um, you know, I have never gone to a business school. I tried to do an MBA at John Hopkins. Uh, Unfortunately, um, that didn't really. I I think that another example of overextending myself that rather than taking an executive course, I decided to do a three-year course because I just wanted to learn. I didn't want to get an MBA to get something after my name, but I just wanted to learn. But running this company, you know, um, being a full-time father, you know, husband, uh, going to Baltimore every month, trying to you know finish my MBA. Uh, so I I didn't have any business experience, and even today I say it very proudly that uh, you know we are not a company. We are a company we keep. You know we are. Uh, I hope we never become a true company. I think that keeping the human factor in mind in medicine in business um, and, uh, and uh, surrounding yourself with the smartest people and let them do what they're supposed to do. Uh, and then, um, you know, you, you, your duty is to create a vision, uh, a culture of inclusivity, a culture of uh, reliability, and then talking about this every day talking about this every day otherwise it just becomes a slogan on a on a on a you know on a on a business card you know it is not a live mission and i think that that is one of those things that the three pillars of pioneer as i call it compassion is one you know this uh, compassion towards your patients with each other being forgiving um, you know i think is extremely important and i think that uh, the second pillar is uh, is culture that the culture, like I am a fake CEO. You know, I was a CEO of one person, and I'm maybe a CEO of more people. But I'm I'm just a f- I I'm I'm doing this because the duty calls. You know, it was never my vision was never to be that one day I will become a CEO. No, my vision was uh, to maybe create something that people actually enjoy working. You know, um, and the third thing is quality and as, a, as a as a physician. The quality are not just those objective numbers that uh, you know that your uh, you know your numbers are better or your hospital will get a three star or five star rating, but quality makes a difference in somebody's life. Hypoglycemia kills, sepsis kills, you know, and could be of somebody's father, it could be somebody's brother. So I think keeping these three pillars, and I and I said when I was creating Pioneer, I sat down with my partners. And I said that, um, uh, and, and this is a quote I took from a course um, I did in Japan uh, with Toyota. One of the managers told me that uh, when you think about, uh, um, you know, cereal, I know Kellogg comes to your mind. You know, when you think about highly reliable car, high, I know, uh, Toyota comes to your mind. So I said that when quality comes to mind, people should think about Pioneer. And I think that we have made a name for ourselves that people do consider as a quality organization, doing things for the right reason.
1: Yeah, Dr. Ali, you definitely have, for what I hear from from the physicians, you're doing a great job. Um, Dr. Ali, when when were you able to say, wow, I can breathe, the company's up and running, we're flying in the air, we have enough fuel, I'm, I'm speaking metaphorically, <laughs> we're, 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 we're flying, we're okay, now let's go to another new height. Five, six, eight, nine years, ten years in the business. It's never, it's never, it's never
0: there. It's never there. You know, uh, I I think that if you become too comfortable, you become complacent. You know, because there is always room room for improvement. You know, it's not about the finances. It's about I still know that you know some positions um, you know have complaints, and I and I think about this that hey, with the resources which are available to us, what can I do differently every day, every hour. That, uh, you know what what I can do differently um, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing struggle um, uh, hope one day and I, and I really hope one day and I think that there comes a time in a man's life uh, that they take more pleasure looking at the past than uh, what is uh, you know what is in the ahead uh, of them uh, hope one day comes in that I say you know what? Um, I've done something good. Um, no, nothing great. I've done something good, uh, not just for uh, um, the people around me, but uh, the people, uh, you know, their families. I built careers. I have. Uh, I've done good for others, not just for myself. And I, I think that there is something I can say that I I may have contributed in some people's life uh, that I've changed. I've helped them achieve their goals. Um, I didn't make it, but they were driven. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it uh, you contributed. Uh, it, it contributed. Yeah. It contributed.
1: Uh, you never feel like you made it. I get it, Dr. Ali. I hear that all the time. Dr. Ali, let's talk about some stats. So, year one was 2006.
0: So uh, so 2006 is, five, is Pioneer Medical Services and uh, 2013 is, uh, is uh, when my, when we started Pioneer Medical Group. So if you look at uh, now in the span of 10 years, I mean, we have um, more than 200 clinicians uh, throughout uh, the division. Uh, other than uh, the critical care and uh, pulmonary lung, uh, you know, lung programs, uh, neuroscience clinics uh, and few other things. Uh, we also have um, uh, consulting work. Uh, different healthcare systems ask us to come in and uh, look at their processes, look at their quality, uh, uh, and how we can improve those things. So I think that it makes um, uh, you know it's uh, uh, it's an ongoing work always. You know, but I, my mind is always working. And, uh, you know, trying to see if we can do something differently all the time.
1: So the question, Dr. Ali, in 2013, you say saying 2013 is really when PMG started, right? Yeah. Okay. 2013, how many, um, what do you say, clinician or clinician? Or oh, you say uh, provider? What's the, what's the...
0: I like clinicians. I like that. I don't like the word provider. I, I think it's a negative connotation in my mind. So I, I, I went to, um, I used to work at Advent Health System. Uh, i'm i've always been grateful they um, you know they have trusted me uh, especially with the background and everything coming to this country and i don't even know how to speak english properly that they thought that you know i i they trusted me so i was employed by them i went to some of the ceos i sat them down three or four of them and i will never forget that moment that i sat down and i said hey i would like to be fired and they started laughing and, uh, and I said no I, I mean it I would like to be fired and um, it was uh, Brian Adams and uh, you know in, uh, in Orlando Bruce Burgum um, and then few others and, uh, uh, and finally I convinced them after a few months that I can be fired and I can start something on my own and I told them with extreme transparency that you know I may crawl back to you in six months and uh, because I have never done any of those things, I've never done business, I don't know how to do it, but I know that I can, I've learned enough, and I will l- l- continue to learn to do something different. And um, and that's where this whole thing started.
1: How many clinicians did you have? Cl- 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 how do you say the word, doctor? Clinicians. clinicians. Uh, so we have you more have?
0: than 200 um, you know, medical and then, uh, you know, pioneer has uh, a separate uh, set of funds uh, and the diabetes and savings group of pioneer neuro. So I mean, already you know, um, uh, two eighty or something like that.
1: How many did you start with in twenty? 23- uh, so sorry? we went from I went from one.
0: Yeah, I mean, one. we went from uh, you know one to five in two thousand thirteen and from five to where we are today. So, okay. uh, you know, the numbers itself, I mean, I don't think uh, that matters as much as uh, the impact that we have made in people's life, patient's life and uh, some of the people who decides to work with us. Uh, I don't like the work employees um, because uh, uh, all our, all the people who work with us, they have choices. And um, uh,
1: so, yeah, I think that that's- uh, That's amazing. Dr. Ali, um... From one to 200 revenue, if you if can you share top line revenue, you know, the bottom line.
0: You know, I mean, don't take this that, um, you know, in, uh, I mean, we are probably dealing with almost 100 million between um, uh, different
1: companies. How about back then, year one? What was, what was the number back oh, then? Oh, year one,
0: uh, 60,000, man. I <laughs> invested, I was just talking to my partner that uh, I had 100 and $10,000 in my account at that time. And, um, you know, and, and of course I have to pay the mortgage and the, and the babies and, and everything. So I said, I'm going to put 60,000 in. I asked my other five uh, uh, partners at that time. I convinced them to leave employment. I mean, some of them were really, really irritated with me, but I convinced them that you know, we have a chance. So we all pooled in 60,000, the six of us together. And I told them that don't expect a salary for six months, and uh, you know, and uh, and forgive me if you don't ever get paid. I mean, these are all real conversations I had with them. As I save money for six months, you know, we're just going to work. We may not see any money, and um, and uh, and I'll tell you that all these years we've been doing this, you know, we have never, we have no liability. We've never taken any credit. You know, we. Uh, we have uh, run this company without any liabilities, and uh, I mean that—that that is something that I take, you know, a lot of pride. You in.
1: you should. That's something we're very proud of. Wow! So one to one to two hundred sixty thousand to hundred million. Right? We're just we're just, just guessing, estimating, uh, Doctor Ali. That's is amazing, Doctor. Two more, two more, two more questions, and I'll let you go. One, you have to have a vision. You can't. Bring on other people and say, Well, you know, I don't know. I'm sure you had a vision. Do you believe in the law of attraction? Law of attraction is like, Yeah, what you think about. Okay, yeah. 100%. Vision. So,
0: yeah. let me let me divide this in two Please. things vision and the law of attraction. I think that both of those things are fundamental. So, no ideas, ideas are usually not singular in origin, you know, they're not like a light bulb. You know, uh, ideas are like, think about, um, in a band, in a concert, right? I start playing drums. Then a violinist comes in, then uh, then a celloist comes in, and uh, then a guitar starts to play, and then the vocalist comes in, right? And then all of it combined becomes a symphony, right? So, I mean, I know that there are Newton ideas with an apple falling on his head, but that does not happen as often as um, you know, the, the rocks or the or the woods rubbing together to create fire. You know, so I think that the idea of pioneer is not a singular idea. I think that uh, I have worked with this. Um, I may be the the you know the lead vocalist, but I think that the people around me, uh, you know, I will give credit to them that that made this vision through. And it was never a vision of making money. And I will be very clear about that. The vision was never that uh, to make money. Uh, the vision was to make a difference, to do things differently to serve our patients. And I say this without any pretense. It was not that um, I will make uh, $250,000 or I will make this or I will make that. It was always the vision. Uh, vision, sometimes people think it's, uh, if it's only based on money, I think it's a bad vision. They fail. So I think that that's one thing. The second thing is the law of attraction. I believe that if you are—none of us are—at least I am not perfect—but if mostly, if you are, if you are good, mostly you are a good person, you know, um, and uh, then you will attract good people around you, and uh, and then once you create a core of good people, and you know they are you know rumbling with each other, you know, good comes out of it, and you attract more more. Good, good people, and uh, and I think that keeping your ethics in place—that um, you know we are uh, when we are seeing our patients—it uh, is not just about coding them, that uh, you know coding higher codes and this doing things for the right reason. I, I think that that is uh, that has been uh, fundamental. That has been the fundamental guiding strength for our group. Um, for I don't know if it helps. Um, you know it helps your question or not, of but I course, think that that's really you know, and, that,
1: that. and,
0: yeah. and I think that um, like I like I said earlier, that um you know uh, all of these things, but keeping your humility, you know, making sure that your humility never goes away, um that pretentiousness, uh, some of these words, like I don't like some of these words, words, networking. I know it's important in business. Uh, maybe, maybe not in my business as much. You know, I, I think that networking versus genuine relationships with people. I agree with you. You know, not pretentious interactions. You know, I I think that that is something that um, you know, genuinely connecting with people. You know, challenging them to think critically. You know, um, you know, challenging them to uh, uh, you know to so some of the things that they can do differently. I think that that's something um, uh, helps. At the same time, be forgiving if they're, you know. Uh, I, I think that these are some of the some of the basic concepts for them that I work with.
1: That's amazing. That's that's profound, Doctor Ali. Doctor, last question. Um, you right now sitting in front of me. If you can talk to the 21 year old Doctor Ali, the, the young Doctor Ali who was. Young and doesn't didn't know where life can take him. What advice would you te- give your young self?
0: This is such a loaded question, man. I mean, I I always say that if I can talk to my twenty, I I actually often talk about this that how stupid I was and how confident I was at that time that I knew everything. You know, and I and I think that uh, if somebody can sit me down and humble me down. Um, that, you know, there's so much that you don't know. There's so much you have not read. You have not met people who are actually, you know, uh, my idols. You have not, um, you know, learned enough. You have not read enough. The only thing you know is how to treat pneumonia, you know, and that that does not define life. So I think that having life lessons, reading more, you know, um, investing in yourself. More, um, you know, learning different skills, how to communicate better, how to strategize better, you know, how to um, uh, how to get your goals. It is not just about getting a degree. Um, um, Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I was uh, uh, when I think about my twenty-one, and I still I'm pretty dumb, but I was even more (laughs) dumb, you know, (laughs) at that time. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's yeah. interesting dr yes that's, uh, that's uh, this has been amazing dr Lee are you on social media at all
0: I don't do social media okay. you know um, the reason I, I I would I would like I'm writing this book right now you know lessons from failures and uh, you know it is uh, we all like to talk about the greatest things that we have done but we don't talk about um, the failures that we went through you know we don't talk about uh, uh, the challenges which which uh, made us where we are today. So I think when once uh, that is uh, close to publication, I may. But um, you know, social media in a way that uh, you know to show you know um, the bag or the car and you know I mean that's just not my thing. And I, you know, and the people that I like to connect with, really I just call it. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> I use the social media in that regard. I mean, I'm I'm on I'm on. Uh, um, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, other than that, I I have some platforms, but I hardly ever use them.
1: Actually, uh, friendly friendly advice to entrepreneur to, to another entrepreneur: make a a professional, nothing nothing personal. Something just about your trivia. Share like a one note here and there. Something memory. I think be, I think your social media could do a big impact more than you know probably. You know, I, I, you're saying that if
0: some young
1: entrepreneur,
0: and yeah, advice for a young entrepreneur, I just want to make sure that I, I understand you correctly. Is that correct?
1: I'm saying like, you know, from me, to, from entrepreneur myself, I'm 41. I've, I have a huge social media presence. And I find, like, if I, if I can find you on social media and you one random Tuesday share a memory that serves you now. Now, if I hear that memory, I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense. It can impact my life you yeah. know you can talk about old pictures here here i am in pakistan i was lost but you know like, stuff like that without the back without the car without the vacations there's yeah, ways yeah. you could do it. i th- i
0: i think the biggest so it cannot be a one word you know for but, um, but i can i can describe in a few sentences so one thing is that um, a find yourself first you know understand who you are you know, what you are capable of and don't overestimate yourself. That first thing. So like yesterday, I was talking to somebody and I asked him, take a piece of paper, write all your qualities, all your strengths and your weakness and then work on both. He said, why do I need to make my, work on my strengths? And I said that you need to work on your strengths so you can even be stronger. That's why and then work on your weaknesses that if you don't know certain uh, like every year i take a new new thing to learn you know it could be philosophy it could be physics it could be so i l- continuously learn woodworking you call it i learn something new that makes me interesting just for myself to begin with that i can talk about you know um, uh, quantum physics not greatly but i can i have a f- good idea not a great idea uh, but learning is another important thing so first find your strengths and then learn and then learn about the things that you are not good at if you don't understand the financial world you know if you don't understand the healthcare universe then uh, you know learn more about it and then um, you know do it with genuineness you know if you bs people can figure it out in one month three months six months that you are a bser But if you are a genuine person, people will eventually connect to you. You don't have to be a fancy, you don't have to be in a fancy suit and a fancy car. People connect with you if you are genuine. And then put your ideas on paper. I've done it every year for the past 22 years. And then I, one thing that I also do, I leave one on in a week, probably, you know, usually Saturday or Sunday, But I just sit down and I reflect on my week prior, what could I have done differently? And then I reflect and then I plan for the week ahead that, you know, uh, looking at my calendar or whatever it is that, you know, what I'm going to do. And then I leave, I sit down in that hour and I just think, and I know it may sound crazy, uh, but I just, we don't have time to think. We have, we think on the go. That is the most important part of our lives that, uh, you know, we think in the shower, we think light on the bed, but we don't plan thinking, you know, and I think that that's that's an additional point. And then ideas are like, everybody has an idea, but if you don't know, so the why of your idea, you know, that why it needs to be done, think hard. The why of your ideas and use a soundboard with the why of your idea, but you cannot go anywhere if you don't know the how to implement it and when to implement it. So the the why, how, and when, I think that all these three things are as important as uh, as as the rest of the stuff. And the how comes from being organized, learning lean management, do it on production systems, or any other way, you know, your time boxing, you know, whatever you need to do. Um, and, uh, and then when you will do it in two years, you will do it in, in one year. And the why should never be about money. I, I think that's a big mistake that people do. That's
1: It's so really a long answer. No, but listen, that right there on social media, if I was on Instagram and I'm looking at Dr. Ali's page and you talked about that on Facebook, I'll be glued to it. That's what I'm saying. Stuff like that, you can share on social media, but I get it. People are private. People have a different perspective. You don't need social media to sell your business. You're 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 you a different business, right? I'm an entrepreneur, I have to connect with people to so my different yeah. yeah. Dr. Ali. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. We'll do a part two face-to-face one day. I'll come out there with nice lights okay. and yeah. please do mic. Please do. You know, uh, please do.
0: I would love to show you my workshop. Uh, off the record. Can we go off the record now for a bit? Let's so do that. I would love to show you my, my studio and workshop.
1: So Dr. Ali, thank you so much for this interview. Um, I'd like my my audience listening to this guys So I'm gonna give you my notes. So, Doctor Ali came from Pakistan. You know, age 27, 1,700 in his pocket. Um, is this story? Many of us are born in this country. We have parents, and we still are lazy. We have no direction. Here is this man who came with nothing, and 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 ultimately made a a business. Right now, it's worth about hundred million average. So, take a lesson from Doctor Ali. He's not on social media yet. I'm gonna convince him to jump on soon. One day. Stay tuned for part two. Uh, We'll do a face-to-face in the studio. We'll have my camera crew come out there. And remember to uh, like the uh, video, subscribe to the channel, and see you guys next time. Thank you, everyone.